0: Blog talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Anne Orley's weekly weather. Today is May twenty third, twenty twenty one, and we are in eclipse season. Uh, we talk here at the weekly weather. I'm broadcasting from the bright red desk on a beautiful Sunday. Um, we are entering eclipse season. We're in it actually. We have a full moon eclipse this week on the week on the twenty sixth. Uh, we 're going to have a webinar tonight which is sold out, um, but it will be the tapes will be available for sale. you know the recording and the PDF and all that stuff will be re- available for sale so if you didn 't sign up because it 's sold out, uh you can sign up later um, but we 're going to talk about the eclipse a bit tonight uh, on this because we 're heading into eclipse season. We had the uh, new moon last week and a half ago. And now we're going towards the full moon which we have. And then we have back to a new moon on June tenth when that eclipse takes place at nineteen Gemini. So this one is at five Gemini Sag. So it's on my my mid heaven and my I C. Uh, for me, it's you know direction in life, where I'm heading, what I'm doing, and of course it's Gemini, uh, you know Gemini Sun, so it helps us see things. We go back to November 27th of 2019 and what was going on then, and then we go back to July 27th, or I'm sorry, August 27th of last year, 2020, and then we have the full moon now, and then we have the closing square, uh, which we're going to have on February 27th of 2020. So, one of the things that we know with eclipses is they mark a story. They help us understand, with, with all lunations, they mark a story and they help us watch it as it rolls over time. So, our job with this is we're working with this very intense energy up there in the heavens. And today, the moon's uh, not in Gemini yet. It's a pretty passionate moon. But we know that Mars is out of bounds. We know that Mercury is out of bounds. And this week, Venus goes out of bounds, <laughs> <laughs> so, all of our personal planets are out of bounds and, and perhaps a little out of control. you know You'd like to think they're in control, but they're not they're just they're just in the mood to have a reaction to something and you know, I know you know I've got Mars out of bounds in my chart. So I am a pretty opinionated person, uh, which I totally recognize. And I I just would like to clarify for the record: I'm technically an independent. I was an independent for forty some odd years, and last year I changed to Democrat um, because I wanted to vote in the primary in New York. We the primaries decide things. Uh, But I have voted for many a Republican in my life: voted for Mayor Bloomberg, voted for Giuliani um, back when he was a normal guy. yeah. So, anyway, I am technically an independent. I got a snarky email from uh, someone, uh, Nora 19, and was she was protesting my position on vaccinations, and she made the analogy that Michael that you know astrology seemed to be picking on people who were Republicans and independents. So first of all, I'm an independent. Then the second thing, she made the analogy that Michael Jordan when he was picked on for not being mad at the GOP said, Republicans buy sneakers too. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, he's selling them $200 sneakers. Great. I'm talking about a deadly virus. Sneakers didn't kill anybody unless they were wet and you fell off the Grand Canyon into the river. But technically sneakers don't kill people. This virus does. And so when we're looking at the vaccinations, which everybody is totally free to decide to vaccinate or not, I'm totally good with that. You can pick your choice. She took umbrage with me saying, you know, if you don't vaccinate and you catch the virus, I'm good with that. And I am. And I'm going to say it again. Back in 1982, I played Pinnacle on Saturday nights once a month with my friend Jeff and George and Alice, and we rotated houses, Jeff and George's, Alice, mine and we played Pinochle and we ate chicken dinners because we all ate chicken. Nobody, nobody was into fish. I caught tuberculosis from Jeff. He had AIDS, and he had a case of fulminating TB, and I caught it, breathing the air in the room over a card game once a month. That was my exposure to him. And I, I converted, I converted to tuberculosis. I did a year of INH. I have in my chart death from consumption, which is fluid in the lungs, which was what tuberculosis did, but also what this COVID does. So I've been taking this virus very seriously. It is a deadly virus. Your choice to get a vaccination or not is entirely your choice. But do recognize you're playing a form of Russian roulette. And then secondly, you may say, well, the vaccination is going to kill me. I'll take my chances with the virus. I'm like, I'm good with that. Your choice, your freedom but there's also a lot of people that are immunocompromised who can take the vaccine and you can infect them, which of course is your karma. You know, again, you have free will, you have choice, you get to pick, but I'm sorry, this virus is not hundred dollar sneakers, $200 sneakers. And the other part, if you go look at the center for disease control death statistics, they rank the deaths by male and female. If you look at the listing of deaths, Men over 50 of the total deaths attributed to the virus comprise 94%. That is like playing Russian roulette with 94 bullets in a magazine of 100. Because if you get it, 94% of the people that die, that die from it, I mean, I I recognize not everybody's going to get it, but you might get it. You're going to be out there breathing the air. And now Jupiter is in Pisces. There are new variants. Every Pisces thing we've watched has made the virus grow. So I'm like, it's a vac it's not it's not it's not political. It's a virus. <laughs> it kills people. You know? So if they wanna go without a vaccine and they catch the virus, the odds are good they can die. And if they don't die, ten percent of them are long haulers. So do the math. Census, 331 million people in America. Only 30 million of us have caught it. 10% of them are long haulers. So 90 million people are saying they're not going to take the vaccination. 9 million of them will be long haulers and 900,000 of them could die. Again, not my choice. I caught the virus. I've got antibodies. (laughs) I'm good to go. It's the rest of you I worry about. So Don't tell me it's sneakers. It's not sneakers. It's deadly. And everybody gets to choose. You know, people can smoke. I'm fat. My doctor says lose weight. I know I should lose weight because being fat, you know, not a good thing. We all have our choices about how we live, and that's okay. And this eclipse, let me tell you, is going to bring up for you your choices about how you live and what you do you're going to see things you didn't see before you're going to look at stuff and you're going to go wow i never noticed that before i'm a medical kid my dad was a doctor my mom was a nurse you know we used to talk about how people die at dinner table which makes me i have to remember not to do that at dinner tables with other people but we want to be aware of the fact (laughs) that it's not sneakers so no offense nora not sneakers um, so that's my little rant for the day. And I also, you know, we hit Jupiter hit Pisces, and the CDC said, take off your masks and run free, which is a really good example of Jupiter going into Pisces. Now he's going to be in Pisces from now till July 30th, and then he goes back into Aquarius. And then in December, the end of December, he goes back into Pisces. So he's got this little journey that he's on. Now today, Saturn stopped. And as he stopped, He's now going to go backwards until October 10th. Uh, and he entered his shadow on February 14th. So the events of February 14th are up. February 14th, if you Google it, that was when uh, Donald Trump was uh, found not guilty of the second, at the second impeachment trial. So now Saturn's stationing. We're hearing a little swirl around him uh, you know, about indictments. Now the eclipse that we're having on June 10th is smack dab on his son. So we're going to be watching the Donald for all sorts of news this next little chapter here, um, because this eclipse is right on his stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, And, you know, that's politics, that's astrology. It's not Democrat, Republican. It's just Google, see what happened, look at what's going on now, look at his chart. It's active. So, again, politics, but astrology. So we're going to watch. So in your own life, what were you doing on February 14th? Whatever you started then, we're going to stop and go backwards with until October 10th. So that's the big feature of the week is that, plus the eclipse. It's a full moon eclipse that takes us back to November uh, 27th of 2019 and takes us back to July. uh, I'm sorry, I keep saying July, but to August 27th of 2020 and now we have this next part so it's important to um to work with the center as consciously as you can with all the planets out of bounds it's going to be a little hard because everybody's a little heated as you just heard me go on about sneakers and deadly viruses (laughs) and you don't compare them and it's not trying to sell sneakers to a republican i'm trying to suggest it might be good that they take care of themselves and don't die but if they want to die they can die not my choice um so the idea when we're looking, with this, looking at this energy is this forward motion because we're really going to have an emotional reaction and then we're going to have an intellectual reaction that we're going to have in a couple of days. And I am very pro-, pro that we have to take care of each other. That's why I do this podcast to say, hey, this is the weather. Figure out what's going to happen to you. Let's work with it productively. And uh, how, do we, how do we do that? How do we work with this energy? But I will tell you it's very intense because the Mars out of bounds, the Mercury out of bounds. Right now, today, uh, we have Mars in uh, – we have uh, the moon in Libra, last degree, back to uh, – right now, literally as we're talking, back to 1982, 83, fall of 82, 83. And then it goes into Scorpio. The moon is in the path of fire the next few days so people are going to be fired up. It's called the Via Combusta. And when the plat- when, when planets are in the path of fire, they react, and people react uh, to them. And so we go forward, we go, yeah, we're going to have an emotional reaction or other people around us are, and we're going to figure out how to work with it. So the energy of the week speaks to this very, very passionate energy about what you believe is right or true, and you can have your own beliefs totally, but you may run into other people who believe differently. And again, they're entitled to their beliefs. You're entitled to your beliefs. It is a full moon. You're going to see the beliefs in stark contrast. You're going to see the examples of the beliefs in stark contrast. Remember, Jupiter in Pisces rules the, the, the moon in Sagittarius. And the moon in Sagittarius can be a little bossy and be a little luxury, and I realize I just was. Uh, Mercury rules the sun in Gemini, and he's out of bounds, so he's reacting, right? So we're going to watch for a lot of emotional reactions from things because this is going to be a very emotional next couple weeks, especially as we're going from the full moon to the new moon. The other thing that happens with this, because it's eclipse season, things that are hanging on by a thread or things that are shifting or changing – Uh, can shift, you know, so right before uh, podcast time, I got an email from one of my friends who was saying, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. Now, it's an old issue that's come up before, but it's back again, right? And so she's figuring out how to handle it. These are old issues that are back again. They're trying to make us conscious and help us see things and understand things. So that's the point of it. But because the planets are out of bounds, they can be a little over the top. The analogy I use with overbounds planets is home run, over the fence, everybody cheers and yells, line drive into the stands, blood and guts. Well, we had a line drive into some baseball player's nose this week, broke the nose 95 miles an hour into his nose, broke his nose in a few places. That's an out-of-bounds Mars, right? Um, Not even in the batter's box, just right above, just there in the face. So we want to recognize the energy is intense, passionate A little wild, a little... And every time the moon changes signs, Mars changes in his approach. Now the good news is he will be back in bounds this week. Thank heavens we're not having him out of bounds. And that should, actually, the Mars out of bounds really correlated to Israel and uh, Palestine fighting. Uh, So now as Mars comes in, we have a ceasefire. Hopefully it'll last. Uh, But we can see when the Mars goes out, people are pretty wild and we just have to know that that Mars has an intensity and a passion to it where it really feels it needs to explain things and it needs to, to be, be clear. And if, especially if it's feeling misunderstood, it's going to want it to be understood. So the job here, you know, and sometimes the best energy is to be quiet and listen because Mercury is out of bounds and to listen for what is said and also what's not said underneath it because there is an underneath energy too. So when we're listening to what is said and what is not said... That that's helpful because Mercury's going to be able to parse those two. He is in Gemini, his favorite sign. So Venus and the Sun and the Node are also in Gemini, and they can come and talk to him and say, you know, I think maybe you might want to do it this way, or maybe you want to shift it that way. You know, there's an option here. There's an option on how you want to do it. And that's, that's what you want to think about, is what is the option you want to take. But with Gemini, you may have to do it two times. You may, because Venus is in Gemini, you may have to do it four times. Because the node is in Gemini, you may have to do it six times. Because the sun is in Gemini, you may find yourself doing it eight times. And, of course, we're about to have Mercury retrograde this week. He stations to go retrograde on uh, May 29th. So he's starting to slow down, and Venus is zipping along. So she's going to pass him pretty soon. She's not going to pass him this week, but she's going to pass him next week. And uh, they're dancing together in the sky, too. So there's a lot of intensity in the heavens. Eclipses bring up stuff where people really feel, you know, the need to speak, you know. And part of my needing to speak, what I just said, was, you know, August 27th, I realized I wasn't dying from COVID. That was the opening square, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm not dead, good, but I have an opinion. So watch for your opinions, watch for how you feel about things, very intense week. On a promotional level, those of you who have studied or been interested in the pinball uh, technique that I've talked about or I teach with ages of planets and how planets fire in order, I'm going to be teaching a workshop next Friday afternoon, I recognize it's Memorial Day, afternoon East Coast, 9 o'clock in the morning West Coast at NORWAC, N-O-R-W-A-C, Dot net, which is an astrology conference run in Seattle, thus the time zone shift. Um, and I will be I'll be teaching a workshop on the pinball, um, which if you sign up for the conference you get it at a discount. If you buy it by itself, it's a little more, twenty five dollars more I think. Um, but anyway, feel free to sign up. It's an excellent astrology conference. If you've never been, not, not a lot of people on the East Coast have flown out to the west coast for the conference but laura nabaldian has been running it either 37 or 39 years long time you know it's kind of an institution out there in the west uh but you know now with the advent of the internet we can all be online and the, and she really recruits really good speakers so i encourage you to check out the conference and then also consider signing up for the workshop and that will be the last thing i teach for a long time because the uh, Other concert uh, comfort I was going to teach in June got canceled, and the next thing I'll be teaching is at Omega in September. Uh, And ESAR got canceled. I wasn't teaching at ESAR, but I was going. So at any rate, forward we go. Busy week, eclipse week. Donald, you need to hang on. It's going to be a wild one for the Donald weeks. And for those of you who wonder about that reference, Donald is a wonderful friend of mine here in New York, and he goes, Ann, I really like it when you say when the days are going to be tough. I'm like, Okay. They will call them Donald Days. So those are the days where we're going to have a little more intensity, which of course we're going to have this week, not only with the eclipse, but also with Venus, Mercury, and Mars out of bounds, and Mercury stopping in Gemini, out of bounds. Please, 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 back up your cell phones, back up your computers. If you got something a little funky, fix it. Because I mean, I had today, I had somebody's logic talk. Microphone was out. Somebody else's camera was out. Somebody else's computer just wasn't working. Mine worked, (laughs) which I'm really grateful for. But the energy is Mercury, of course, wants to slow us down, wants to make us look at our communications twice. Check those emails. I had somebody report that uh, they'd found out that partner was reading uh, their stuff, because apparently the cell phone who i didn 't know this actually the cell phone and the iPad share passwords, so you can read you can read messages from your cell phone on your iPad, which I think on some level I knew, but i didn 't really you know like somebody else picking up the iPad can read them too, right so, so anyway it was kind of an interesting revelation, and I actually think that 's what happened with Gwen Stefani and her husband was there was pictures on the iPad uh, that she caught. But anyway, um, it's a week to get caught, too. You know, a week to have somebody do something, and you go, wow, I didn't know you were doing that. And then you go, yeah, confession week, confession. So I am going to confess. I went out. It was a spring night. I had clams on... Linguini. <laughs> you know, clams a I, I I haven't had pasta in a really long time. But I just couldn't resist. It was a beautiful spring night and I, I I needed the clams and boy did I puff up the next day. So I just learned my lesson. But it is a day when we're going to this Bacchus is very active. Our desire nature is very active. So you may find you've slipped and I've been very good with my pasta but I did feel I needed to fess up because I did have a bowl of linguine with clam sauce. And boy, was it good. And boy, did I puff the next day. All right, so let's do the moons. Uh, Today is the 23rd. The intense days this week are going to be on the 27th and the 29th on Thursday and Saturday. Those are the Donald days, and we also have a pretty intense 25th, too. Because what's going to happen is the moon is going to be forming a hard aspect to the sun, right? It comes in, it forms an inconjunct, then it's a full moon, then it forms an inconjunct as it leaves. So with it being in Sagittarius, we're going to feel it as it's coming in with Scorpio, secrets being revealed, full moon in Sag, we illuminate, Uh, Capricorn disseminating moon, we go, wow, I have to take action on this. It's, It's a very interesting configuration, so you're really going to feel like you need to do something. Because the moon is in Sag, you need to take action. So a lot of Donald days this week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and, of course, the eclipse is the full moon that we have on uh, Wednesday. So intense energy, very passionate. People are a little bit wild. Planets are out of bounds, kind of intense. So today the moon is in Libra. It goes void at 530. Goes into goes Scorp- out of Libra today. It went void a few minutes ago. It goes into Scorpio at 11 p.m., uh, tonight, it will be in Scorpio Monday, Tuesday. It goes void at 5.20 p.m. Tuesday night. And it goes void with a nice aspect of a sextile to Pluto. It's void 5.20 to 10.30. And when it goes, 10.39, when it goes into Sag. It's in Sag on, coming into the full moon, Sag on Tuesday night, all day Wednesday. Thursday until 1.35 when it goes void. It goes void with an opposition to Mercury. That suggests that the emotions that are revealed are shocking, shocking, because it's Sagittarius opposite Mercury out of bounds. And then it, we, it's void all day Thursday afternoon from 1.35 to 10.23 p.m. These are all East Coast times, so adjust for your time zone, when it goes into Capricorn. And then it's in Capricorn on the evening of Thursday, all day Friday. Saturday it goes void at 6.15 with a conjunction to Pluto. And that day Mercury stations to go retrograde. So it goes void at six, uh 6:15 p.m. mercury stations at 6:34. So in addition to mercury stationing to go retrograde out of bounds he's stationing on a void of course moon. So that does just mean chaos, chaos, chaos. So we just we just know this next 3 weeks, 24 days after mercury stations, he's going to be retrograde for 24 days as of Saturday. You just double check everything because you know, emails, computers, whatever. It's going to be a really wild Mercury retrograde. Um, so then he, uh, he's void uh, Saturday night after 6.15. Then on Sunday at 12.04 a.m., the 30th, he goes into Aquarius. He's in Aquarius on Sunday. He's in Aquarius on Monday, Memorial Day here in the States. And he goes void at 2.14 a.m. with a trine to Venus. So the hard aspects this week are the full moon, because it's the opposition to Mercury. And it's really more shocking news. And then the moon coming to Pluto is more, wow, I need to make a decision about that news. And then a lot of intensity, because the moon forms a number of inconjuncts to the sun this week. So it's it's kind of a a little bit stressful. All right, on to the planets. The sun goes from 3 Gemini to 12. It, has the, it hits the nodes of fate on May 31st. Remember, the sun is going to be within 15 degrees of the nodes when we're in eclipse season. So even though the eclipse is on the 26th, it doesn't hit the nodes until the 31st. And the sun goes onto to the north node in Gemini, and it says, okay, this is the direction we're heading. Lots of arguments on the 30th with the sun in arguing energy with Eris, and also decision day, decision time, Next week on June 1st, which I know is Tuesday, we'll cover that more next week. But a lot of energy with a little bit of uh, stress and anxiety also on the 25th because the sun is in a semi-square to Mars out of bounds in Cancer. Uh, So that's the sun. Mercury this week, very slow. He's at 23. He ends the week at 24 retrograde. So he's basically parked in the sky. That makes communication stop. Remember the E.F. Hutton commercials? When E.F. Hunken talks, everybody listens, and then there's this silence. This is that week. Uh, so, because Mercury's stopped and slow. So he stations, as I mentioned before, on the 29th at 6.30 during a void moon. He meets up with Venus on the 29th because she's coming up fast on him and going to pass him because she's in Gemini and she's not going retrograde. She's just zipping along. So there's kind of some kind of decision made on the 29th about direction. And Mercury's also in a sextile to Eris, which is uh, arguing fights, arguing words. And that's going to be on the 27th. Venus this week, we run from 18 Gemini to 29 Gemini. So she's really zipping along, 10 degrees in seven days. Um, She has a square to Neptune, so there's an illusion or a delusion that falls away on the 27th. You get in the feel for how this is all laying out, right? Uh, Venus, of course, is out of bounds, squaring Neptune, so she's seeing something about the dream. And right before she squares Neptune, she has a dream uh, when she squares Athena. So way back when, a long, long time ago, I had a friend who woke up and said to her husband, you know, I had a dream we were getting divorced, And he said, well, as a matter of fact, yeah. And that was it. She had the dream and then it happened. So watch your dreams this week. The same energy that she had back then. Uh, Venus is opposite to Juno, which is how am I partnering, who am I partnering with, and that's on the 24th. So we kind of do a do-si-do about our partners and how we're heading and how we're working with them. And Venus is also in the semi-square to uranus on the 31st which is kind of unexpected news she does have a health aspect on the 29th so you want to kind of watch for health stuff remember eclipses are really big for health and she also has an in conjunct to pluto on the 30th again a health aspect so eclipses are big for people leaving and the period of time from the full to the new is the big departure um Unless they get fired, you know, something like that. They can go without, you know, but if they're leaving Earth. Mars this week trines Neptune. He's basically 19 through 24. Uh, So he has a trine to Neptune. He adjusts his partnerships on the 24th. He has a trine to Athena. He comes up with a new strategic approach. Uh, because he is thinking about what he wants. And Neptune and Athena are both joined. So this is a really good time for strategic planning of things this next week or so. Don't do anything, just strategically plan it, because the energy is, is pretty potent. Uh, I mean, you can do stuff, I'm not saying don't do things, but you might go, I think I'm going to wait till Mercury goes direct before I put that in place. Um, Jupiter is in a quintile to Juno. This is partnerships, proposals, new opportunities, new offers. If you get offers this week, take them. They're good, um, even though they might be a little intense. And Saturn, of course, this week, as we mentioned, stationed today, this morning, bright and early. And he's now backwards until October 10th. Uh, uh, Uranus is, is trining Vesta, so a lot of people moving end of May. I know about five or six of my customers are, and and I was talking to one of my friends who was trying to rent a U-Haul, and they were like, and the U-Haul lady said, everybody's moving. We don't have a U-Haul until August, and she was like, okay, (laughs) because the world is moving. We also have Neptune meeting Athena on the 30th, so the two of them are coming up with a dream or a new idea or direction they want to go. And Vesta also is square to the nodes of fate, saying arrange your house, change your home, change your diet, change your shift. Huge week of shift, huge week of shift. And understanding that we are in this major, major change. We know the theme of the year is that Uranus Saturn square. So the stuff that's happening this week and next week as we go to the eclipse is to help us see really clearly what we want to do and where we want to go because the eclipse the square the second square of three one was february 17th the second one is june 14th this is the one when we go okay i have a uh, i think we're making a change in the plans or i think these are the plans and we're going to go forward with them and then of course the last square is december 24th so if you don't change now And you're thinking about it, yeah, it might change in December, but we're working on the energy, we're working on the shift, and, uh, you know, it's a journey, and we have to stand in our own truths, whatever they are, and be comfortable about them, right? So take care, have a good week, you know your truth, you understand why it's your truth, I know my truth, I understand why it's my truth. We're both allowed to have separate truths, but with the sun opposite the moon, We might be fervent about our truths. So wishing you a good journey through the eclipses. And although the webinar tonight is sold out, we will be selling it probably this evening. If not this evening, then bright and early tomorrow. And the eclipse is not until uh, Wednesday. So take care, big hugs, and signing off from the bright red desk. Bye.